everyone and welcome you to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, the Aya Diamond. That was a little bit different. Maybe they changed this whole thing going on right here. Okay, so but anyway, anywho, we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guest on the show today. She is like a dog trainer, breeder. She is, she's got her podcast. She's she's doing it. She's doing it. We'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. All right. Welcome back to the show. Okay, so we have a dog breeder on the show. Now, look, don't, no, don't, don't go anywhere because not all dog breeders are bad and not all dog breeders do bad for their dogs. Like me, I have dogs, I breed them. Don't you have, a, have you ever had a litter of dogs? You're a breeder. Did you do bad by those dogs or did you do good by those dogs? Not everyone is a bad person. And Jackie's here to tell us all about that. Welcome to the show, girlfriend. How you doing? Welcome. Welcome. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. One breeder to another. Right. Good, good, good. Yes, ma'am. If you've had one litter of dogs or animals, you've bred something. Am I right? Right. Right. So what what does that make you? It makes you a breeder. It makes you a breeder. Go figure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll be bamboozled. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> yep. Anything. And, okay. Okay. So tell me, how did you get started? And, and what kind of dogs do you breed? Okay. So I have a very interesting story about how I got started. Um, initially, my son breeds American bullies. Mm-hmm. and a, a different type of puppy and um i wanted to kind of have an input in his entrepreneurial side of things and so i had this this um business plan drafted and i was going to show him what he needed to do to be a good business uh, owner okay mm-hmm. so i had the business plan done and not only did i have the business plan done but i went and i found him a yorkie right so he's breeding american bullies I go find him a, a, a Yorkie and I say, I got it covered. Um, I got the business plan and I got the dog. And I did some research too, because Yorkies are like at the time, the number three or number 10 most popular dog in the yeah. world. They're very popular. Um, and I just felt like the American bullies and the pit bulls, they have such a different reputation. Yeah. Um, doesn't make it true, but they have a, a different reputation. And I said, a lot of people are afraid to buy, you know, these type of dogs for their children or for their loved ones because of their stigma and their reputation. Yeah. So I want you to be introduced to a different type of dog because I know that these toy breed dogs are going to be the type of dogs that they, uh, you know, buy for their kids. And it's mm-hmm. a small compact dog. Not only the kids, the the older generation would want these puppies because they can pick them up because they're so yeah. small. They're just great emotional support. And I don't know if your brand of dog, it, it, you know, fits that. If, if you're servicing a need sometimes, um, mm. you've got a greater outcome, is, is right. was my thought. So I bring this idea to my son who's already breeding. I'm thinking, perfect. I've got the perfect idea. Um, you know, the saying is, is if you give somebody something, they, they eat, you know, for a day, but if you teach them how to do certain things, it's, it's longevity. Now, this is my son. So I'm saying from a mother to a son, I'm putting him on a different type of aspect to where he can be self-sustainable and have a better type of business. Well, 
he wasn't susceptible of the Yorkie deal at all, okay? Um, just know, Mom, I love my American bullies. Well, I had picked out this dog, and I'd been going over to see the dog. He was about six weeks old, and his name was Mellow. And um, so now I've bonded with little Mellow, whom I think I'm going to take to my son, but he's saying, no, 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 I don't want that little Yorkie, that little Yorkie, okay? And uh, <laughs> so now I've got a problem, okay? Oh, now yeah. I'm saying, but I just can't leave him, you know? So Mellow comes home with me. And I'm like, okay, well, I can convince him in just a couple of days. You know, you can stay here for a little while. And my, my son will change his mind. He'll see how cute you are and you'll be out of here. Mm-hmm. Well, four years later, that didn't happen. <laughs> but I had that business plan, okay? Right. And I said, I'm going to get him some girlfriends. Because the plan says, if I do this, if I do that, if I do this, and mm-hmm. if I do that. Now, I had this blueprint. And I might as well, I might as well go for it, you know. Right. Um, but it was some time. It was still about three to four months, you know, that passed. And and during that time, Mello initially came into my life. You know, things happen for a reason. At a time that I was broken. I mean, days on end, couldn't get out the bed. You know, back pain, neck pain, chronic pain, and sleeping on a heating pad experimenting with all kinds of pain medication because nothing seemed to work. Um, And he gave me the need to want to get up, you know, regardless of how I felt. I could not lay in the bed and let this puppy run around. So he gave me the need. Um, I started taking him everywhere. He became my emotional support. He became baby daddy later on. But he was (laughs) emotional support to begin with. So let's set that straight, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, you know, he... He did so much for me, even though he, he was bought for someone else. It happened, and you didn't even realize a year later, it's like, damn, I ain't been on pain medication. Or, gee, I don't go to the doctor as much as I used to. And it, was, wow. it wasn't planned. It wasn't premeditated. It just kind of, you know, having him there, taking him everywhere, um, Instagram with him, you know, ha- having his own site and just the love and, and, and everything. And then the breeding, you know, came later on, but that is initially how I got into it. I got into it for someone else and it became my own project, which evolved into Yorkies of Austin. Um, wow. And so we're, we're four years in. Um, I still have my issues, but me as a person, um, my health is much better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a, a testimony as to how I got started and how I ended up here with with Yorkies of Austin and and the whole the whole breeding. So yeah. Wow, wow. You know, animals are said to have a calming effect on people, especially sick people, people in the hospitals yeah. and things like that. Oh, yeah. You know, so you've experienced that firsthand. I mean, okay, so of course, your son is he still doing the the pit? He he is, but he is saying and has said dang mom I should have I should have listened you know we we never got to a point where we were just falling out over his decision mm-hmm. um in fact we since that time I've I've also introduced another breed which are French bulldogs mm-hmm. and so we're we're co-owning some of those dogs as well so it wasn't one of those things where gosh I should have listened it was okay now the next time you come and tell me something and and you've 
kind of set the precedent and you have made me understand over these years. So I get it. I get right. it now. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So, okay. So you have the the, the little Yorkies. They're so cute. Then yes. you have the, the Bulldogs now, right? Right. And you guys right. are co-owning that. You know, right. what do you do as a breeder that's different from the quote unquote breeders that we see in the news? I'll tell you. I will tell you. Um, from, from a moment... The moment that I started, I said, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And I'm going to be the best breeder or the best at whatever I do. So while these babies were growing up, okay, I was educating myself. Um, I got my, my breeder's license. You don't have to have a breeder's license. You know what I mean? I wanted to be regulated. I wanted to know the different rules and regulations. I wanted people to come in and tell me what I needed to do different. And I wanted to be held to that higher standard. Okay. I wanted that. I wasn't trying to hide anything. I didn't have anything going on over here where I, you know, if, I, if I'm going to welcome people in and, and try to provide a service or, or, you know, tell them or call myself a breeder, I want to be held to a higher standard because I knew the, the, the horror stories that we hear about the puppy mills and different breeders and different things of that nature. Okay. So what makes me different and what set me apart is I went for, I went for the gusto, not necessarily the money, but I went for how can I provide the service? How can I make people comfortable? How can I get them to believe in what I'm doing? And that was by leading by example, you know, having a breeder's license, having a tiny house for the dogs. Like our dogs have their own tiny house. We're on YouTube. It's like, oh my God, she built a dog house, you know, (laughs) and it ain't just any dog house. Okay. Um, And so what makes me different is, is I'm not chasing the money first. I care about the well-being of those dogs, you know, to the point where we do almost anything to keep them alive, even if that means wiping out of everything you've made, um, you know, for, for the year for these puppies. I mean, and, and yeah. fortunately, I haven't been faced with that, but I can say that if I had it to do, I already know that that's, you know, what what would happen. And the fact that I stay in contact with with my clients, you know, mm-hmm. if there's a problem even after there's an issue they know they can call me and even if they've spent that money if there's something that I can do to guarantee or something comes up and it doesn't happen a lot because I test the dogs to make sure but we can't catch everything so I have that that existing rapport after the dogs are gone it's not a oh I'm gonna talk to you for four or five days once you buy the dog I'm never gonna hear from you again I don't care about what happens in your life um if you rehome the dog you can't call me like that's I, the genuine love and attachment that I have to these puppies, even after the fact, I believe is what, what sets me apart. You know, like there's life after, after you buy from Yorkies of Austin, you know, my clients right. will, they will send me videos. They will send me birthday cakes of these dogs. They will send me these dogs on motorcycles. They will send me, and most of my clients are going to spoil these little bitty dogs and they do. And so, you know, my phones are, are filled, my Instagram are filled, my Facebook is filled with just posts of, 
of existing clients that have have Yorkies of Austin dogs. And it's I don't care what kind of day you're having. Um, they're going to pick you up because you know that you've got, you know, hundreds of dogs in city to city, state to state. It's not just an Austin, Texas thing like these dogs. They go they go worldwide. You know, mm -hmm. that is that's pleasing within itself. It definitely is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And to give them to loving and caring individuals who you know are going to take care of them and love them and yes. uh, and get them yeah. the right nutrition and the right, right. home. That's, right. that's optimal. Right. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I know how you feel. I mean, I'm not a breeder. I'm not a licensed breeder, but I did have a couple of litters of dogs okay. from my, okay. you know, puppies. Okay. And yeah. one of the people I gave the, the one of my dogs that I have now, um, mm -hmm. I gave that dog away initially to a family member and the okay. family member just didn't have time to train them. It became unruly and oh. they were like, we can't keep them. I said, give them back to me. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I have an always home policy. You know, mm -hmm. my dogs go with, the, they go out with a contract to where I say, you know, life happens. You know, mm -hmm. life happens to me. I never want you to take one of my puppies and just pass them on, you know what I yeah. mean? Like bring them back, you know, like we don't have room, we'll make room, bring them back. Um, because I know the energy that I'm gonna put into to make sure that if your home did not work out that he goes to a different home or, you know, if, if he needs to stay here, he's always welcome. Cause this right. is where he was bred at. Like we're the first to see him crawl. We're the first to see their eyes open. We're the first to even breathe life into them if they come mm -hmm. in this world and they're not breathing. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but the next person, that means a hell of a lot to me, okay? Mm -hmm. And so if you can't respect that, then one, I don't even want you to have the puppy, but exactly. I've, been I've, I've been blessed. Usually I get those kind of people. If something goes wrong, they're going to call me. If something mm -hmm. changes in their life, they're going to call me. I can say I've only had one issue um, where that didn't happen and it went a different you know, way outside of the contract and outside of me trying to make things right. But that's one out of hundreds. So I'll take mm. that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Give me one second. Hold on a second. I want to do something special. You guys, hold on one second. I'm going to do something very special. Give me one second. This is something I never do. Hold on. I'm making a phone call during an interview. <laughs> can you please um go get me um oh can oh okay so can one of you guys go and get me baby out of the cage all right so they're bringing me baby okay now i'm a breeder okay but i breed different things um and i'm gonna bring you baby and baby okay. is she was she was born here okay. Um, okay. and she and we have about 80 to 90 of these. Yes, what dog. is baby? Baby don't sound like a dog. Baby's not a dog. <laughs> no, baby's not a dog. Baby gets released almost every day and she comes back because that's what they're bred to do. Um, and uh, she is beautiful. And so she just had baby, so she might be a little aggressive. Okay. But usually she's kissing me and she's hugging up on me. So, you know, it, it, it is, uh, breeders are different. There's some stereotypical people that they, they see these stereotypical breeders that hate their, hate on their animals and they mistreat yeah. their animals. No, these, these, um, animals that I have, 
they have shops that I administer. Yes. Oh, I, yes. um, and I'm sure that you know about this. Tell me what you do for your babies that, you know, most people don't understand that most breeders do. Um, well, for one, for me, my babies are vet checked. Okay. Mm -hmm. Beyond just the, oh, they look fine. I've been doing this for five years. I can turn them upside down and see a hernia. Um, oh, wow. Vet mm -hmm. um, on most cases, they uh, actually have their shots administered from the vet. Mm -hmm. So we have those records, you know, those record keepers. So you know that those dogs have been seen and vet checked. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm going to uh, take her back in a second. Different. That's different. Oh, this is baby. Say no. hi, baby. Say what's your boo Hi, oh, mama. Isn't she beautiful? Yes, she is. This is baby. And she lets you hold her? See, this is baby. She's oh. beautiful, isn't she? No, wait, 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 mama. Wait, wait, mama. Wait, I know, I know you want to get up on top of me. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I know. Hold on, mama, hold on. See, so, she's gorgeous. Yes, yes. Um, and so this is a, so she's mixed with a homing pigeon and, okay. and with a, uh, uh, I don't know how to say this in English, you know, but a boucher, like a big bush, you know, like okay. there's okay. different kinds of it. She's a pigeon. We have about 80 of them here. Um, oh. We do have a rehab for, uh, you know, pigeons that have been maybe attacked by hawks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, she's a sweetheart. She's your worship baby. Hi, mama. Hi, mama. And so, um, so we 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 re rehabilitate them. Um, we try to save them. Um, they are uh, here. They are uh, um, hunted by hawks. Yes. Yeah. They're hunted by eagles and owls at nighttime. Thank you. Sword dogs. Yeah. And so we yes. so. I know what it's like to breed and to love your animals and that she's so beautiful. That's baby. And I have a lot of them. Or is it just her? Can, will all of them? I can hold. Okay. So when they have babies, they're very aggressive. They don't like to be held. They want to protect their nest, but she doesn't have any babies right now. We just took her off of fake eggs because we want to give her a break, her body to give, you know, so, cause they'll just, they'll do two eggs all day long. You know? The pigeon is living in bad conditions. Yeah. They might die, um, okay. you know, and different things like that. So I'm glad to hear that you do that. That is something yeah. that really touches yeah. me as an animal lover, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and as you can see, she she knows ah, me. That's amazing. Isn't yeah. she beautiful? Yeah. Now, you, I, can I ask you, mm -hmm. how did you get to the pigeons? I'm sorry? How did you get into the, the pigeons? So my husband is a breeder from when he was living in Cuba when he was a little boy. So mm -hmm. now um, he's just, it's his thing and it's just easily become mine. Yeah. So a lot of people, they see the stereotypical breeder, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, people who don't care for their animals. They just care for the money. Right. This is the opposite side. Both right. you and I are the opposite side. We right. love our animals. If our animals are in danger in any kind of way, they can always come back. True. That's what I love. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. Mm. Very, very true. So, yeah. So yeah. I had to make that phone call and bring David I, I, in. I appreciate that. Now you can I bring my Simon on? Can we? Yes, can we, definitely. It's just, an animal show, girl. Bring Simon I'm on. Oh, out too. Okay. <laughs> That's what daughters are for. Daughters. 
That's what kids are for. Give them on, get them on the phone. They love the phone anyway. Get call them on the phone or something. Bring bring the baby. Talk anyhow. As a matter of fact, you bring yours. Hold on a second. I'm gonna go ahead and make a phone call real quick, and I'm gonna tell them to bring uh Tiger in because Tiger's the Tiger's the older one. He's seven years old, and he's the one that was in the car. (laughs) Can you let Tiger in real quick? Yeah, Tiger. So Tiger is a uh, he is a game breed pit bull. Okay. Um, okay. He okay. is sweet, sweet. Come here, Tiger. Come here, Boo Boo. He was the one that was. Come here. He was the one. Let me see if I can get him. Now you're not gonna jump up here. Come here. Come here. You gonna jump up? Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's see if we can get you, Tiger. Come here. Wait. Hold on. Let me see if I can get him in the picture. There he is. Oh. Oh. Say hi, baby. Say hi, baby. See you. Say hi. Say hi, mama. That's Tiger's puppy? No, it's not Tiger's puppy. So we got got her to breed her with Tiger. And she just looked at her. She's just so cute. Okay, you can take her. Go, Mumu. Tiger. So we have... He's a year and a half now. All right, so here's my my little guest. My camera's all sideways now. Look, oh! He weighs oh. almost three pounds, okay. Oh. And we take him to you know the Frenchie shows and, mm-hmm. and different things, and he steals all the attention <laughs> at, at, at these shows, you know. And a lot of people think he's a little puppy, but he's not. He's he's 14 months old. Uh oh. he's just he's just really, really tiny. So we call him our little troublemaker, and he makes up all the noise when the you know when the people come knocking on the door. We hear we hear him, but for the most part, he's just quiet and adorable. But this is mm. our little oh. our little Simon, and sometimes he'll try to talk back to you. But this is this is Simon, oh. um, one of our little guys here at Yorkies of Austin. So he he holds it down. Aww. it's so wonderful it. to have animals it's it's yeah. such a pleasure I mean you don't really deserve their love I mean you leave five minutes you come back in it's like as if you left for two weeks yeah like, they're, yeah they're excited to see you they just they go crazy you know mm-hmm. they yeah. definitely go crazy but you know one of the things is you know having them during the pandemic especially when we were shut down oh. and you couldn't do anything I mean, just sitting out mm-hmm. and just watching them run and play and yes. play with each other was so mm-hmm. soothing. We didn't go anywhere, oh, yeah. you know. Um, know. And it helped me from going crazy because we, you know, at that time when we just they didn't want us going anywhere, and I mm-hmm. could just go to the backyard and just kind of just sit in the backyard and, and relax. You know, watch. That's them what we. And, yep, that's what we did. We have the eighty pigeons, and we just let them loose. Wow. And just let them fly. Um, and they come back. Yeah. Yeah. They oh, come wow. back. So we have the ones that we release at weddings and stuff like that too. And they come back. Wow. And y'all yep. train them to, to do the going and coming. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a labor amazing. of love. And like, like I said, I, I wish that people, like you were saying earlier, I wish people understood that 90% of readers mm-hmm. are not the 10% that get the bad rap. Oh, that's true. That is so, so true. 
Mm-hmm. Very, very true. So yeah. uh, we just kind of have to clear it up sometimes because people know what they know and they only know that small portion, right. you know, and, and without people coming into your life and knowing what you do and how you do it, it's just a, you know, a perspective. Mm-hmm. And one of the big thing is you have a lot of advocates who'll say you're breeding and there are dogs every day that are getting killed, you know, at these shelters and different things like that. And it's like, okay, that to that's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I also use my platform to support those kind of dogs. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that it should be a choice, you know, like yeah. if people want that baby Yorkie or that baby Frenchie that they raise, that they bond with, because it's different when you yeah. get them in a certain age. And especially if they've been traumatized or abused, mm-hmm. you can't bring them back from that. They, no. They're kind of like people, you mm-hmm. know, and then, then you run the risk of putting that broken dog in your home, trying to retrain him um, or trying to redo things or, you know, the trauma that somebody else has caused. And that could be very negative as well. Yeah, you know, so it, 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 I think that it should be everybody's choice. And of course, you know, people know that they can go to the shelter and get a puppy if they want yeah. one. You yeah, know, definitely. Yeah. You're not going to find no Yorkies at a shelter most of the time because they're going to get snatched up so fast. Oh, yeah. And you're certainly not going to find a Frenchie at the shelter. Oh, no. Get, you know, so you've got such a limitation. And then they have this these unrealistic perspectives of what we're supposed to be doing and what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And it's like, you show me a Yorkie at a shelter, first of all, right. and then you show me one that's in the shelter that doesn't have psychological issues that that may be brought into your home, you mm-hmm. know, or, or around your children, around your other dogs. So right. you kind of right. got to look at it from a logical perspective. Definitely. And not everybody wants a Frenchie or a Yorkie. Some people True. want bigger dogs. You know, True. so it's not True. it's not like as if every dog in the shelter is a Frenchie or a Yorkie. It's like, you know, I I don't want a Frenchie or a Yorkie. I like the bigger dog. So I'm not right. going to go for one that's right. so tiny because I feel like I'm going to sit on them or something. Exactly. And <laughs> you know? again, it goes back to that whole choice. Right. You know, whatever, whatever your choice is and, and people should be, I'm not forcing people. And I'm going to tell you something, I don't make outbound calls. So the people that contact me are contacting me. I'm not soliciting, trying to right. get anybody to adopt a dog or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not after free advertising. I have a website. I have my social media, and people contact us. So that right. I, I, and I'm leaving it open for it to be a choice. You know, I'll tell you what's available, and then you make that choice. I'm just I'm I'm not on Instagram DMing people uh, to to contact me. I'm not. I just don't do that. So right. yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. That's wonderful. I have had such a wonderful time talking about animals with you. Oh my yes. gosh, it's so Definitely. cool. Wow, Definitely. Jackie, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people find your website? Where can they find you? We are www.yorkiesofaustin.com. Um, we are also Instagram, Facebook, Yorkies of Austin, Twitter, Yorkies of Austin, and Frenchies of Austin. We have a new podcast now that we're doing so that we can talk some more like we're doing right now called mm-hmm. My Breathing Life, Music, and Me. It's already on Spotify. Um, and we're waiting on Apple to, to give us the approval already on Anchor, My Breeders Life, Music, and Me. Um, so we're just we're just all over. Yorkies of Austin, Frenchies of Austin on all 
platforms pretty much. We're, we're not hard to find. Um, wow. And Google. <laughs> you know? Definitely. 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 Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. I love it. You know, it's just, it's just something that's in all of us to love an animal, to love cats, to love dogs, gerbils, you know, ferrets, snakes, whatever animal you like, like you said, you should have that prep. You should have that option. Definitely have that option. Thank you so much. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And we're going to have all of that information in the description box below so that you guys can go ahead and go over there and check it out for yourselves. Man, I tell you one thing. I love dogs. I love yeah. dogs. I love yeah. dogs. And and if you have any dog in your home, love them. Love okay. them because they yes. love you. Yes. We're not I, we're not worthy of their love. We're right. Really. That's true. Because it's unconditional. I don't oh, care yeah. what's going on in your life. That's the one thing about a dog. They don't talk back most no. of the time. Okay. <laughs> They're just different. They're, they're yeah. just so different. So definitely. All right. Well, Thank you. Don't go anywhere, but you guys got to go to the next episode. We're on YouTube. So go ahead and go ahead and jump on there. The Jacksons are on next. Thank you guys so much. And until next time. Bye. Bye bye. I did to be different. I did.